<laughs> I, I don't know, man. I think that we could do an intro. I, we, we probably should. And I guess you just record something and then like it plays at the start. Get some music. I don't know. Yeah, we could. We could. And the, the intro do, it just doesn't matter to me. But if people prefer an intro, I mean, no one listens to this. So why yeah, put an intro if like I'll put an intro if um, no, I won't do it. Yeah, I won't do it either. Won't do it. It's a matter of principle. <laughs> yeah. Um. I mean, I don't know, man. I'm, anyway, uh, can, you know, in any event, if if I think of a good intro, a funny intro, or something cool, yes. Right. We we can really drill down on the intro. Yeah. Yeah. At, at some point in time, we can drill down on the intro. I saw Professor Dobsky in the gym this morning. That's intimidating and weird. No, I see him. Not intimidating, not at all. I mean, <clears throat> everyone else is intimidating. That's why I was reflexive to say that. By him? Yeah, dude. Like, everyone's like scared of him. I'm like, yeah, why? I'm not scared of any professor. I. If you're scared of a, of a professor, it's like. You why need would, to go to their office hours and figure that their out. Their job is to teach you things. Yeah. So, I don't know. I don't know. I guess if they're like, you know, if there's an abusive, mean professor. Yeah, if they then throw stuff can, at you. Yeah, if they, you know. Break desks over your head. Like, that's a problem. Threaten you personally. Yeah, that's yeah, scary. Like, I don't think he does any of those things. Yeah. Maybe we should start right now. No, we, we have started already. Oh. Well, my brother said we could essentially talk about anything and anyone but like we just have to blur, blur out names like a big like bleep in the middle of it just like silence the name and then everyone's like wait who and then it's just silent that'd be kind of silence like, we won't be like, we don't need to do that that's not the point of this podcast but no. like if it ever happens and we want to keep the story in and we're True. like ah i don't want to and the whole thing could just be a shit talking podcast We'd be like dude did yeah. you see what said the other day that was <laughs> fuck shit dude something like that nice no, dude, I hate Taze. Nate Kinch. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Nate's gonna walk in here any minute and probably it's just gonna cause something. a ruckus. Yeah. yeah, it'll be good. That'll be a good like intermission. We'll we'll ask him like a crazy take. We'll be like Nate, hey, something crazy right now in your mind. And he'll be like, what um, do you think he'll say? Before it happens, he'll be like, I have seen the afterlife, and we're like, what? And he just walks away. Okay. I think um I think it'll be like. I don't know, actually. What's Nate gonna say? How he dominated beach volleyball? Yeah, I was. Well, that's what I was thinking, Loki. Yeah, cause that's cool. No, yeah. <laughs> no, I listen. No, it's fun. Yeah, the school um, has a lot of stuff that like I forget even happens at all. Yeah, like random club sport shit like that. Like I forget that even occurs. Club sports? Yeah. I don't know how. So. I don't even know how many club sports there are. I know the the girls' hockey team is a club sport, technically, right? Not anymore. Not anymore? I think they're... Yeah, no, they they are an official NCAA program. Seriously? I think so, yeah. Okay. We have to to confirm that, because that's insane. That's awesome. Yeah, I think it happened last year, I think. Shout out Carol. She's the GOAT, man. She is the goalie every year, as far as I'm concerned. And they just won something. She was holding the trophy. Yeah, that looked like a legit trophy yeah no i think it's um yeah i think they're legit yeah that's awesome that's awesome yeah anyway so this i'm excited for this episode i mean the purpose of this podcast is to you know talk about stuff on our mind but kind of narrow it or bring it back to the idea of the importance of a liberal arts education which people oftentimes overlook um now nowadays they do 
And I think that high school has a, I mean, of course it has a major, not I think, I know that high school has a major effect on a student, you know, as they yep. kind of, because the, the four years they're in high school, the age is what, 14 to 18 or 13 to 17? Um, you learn a ton. You're kind of, that's kind of when you're starting to be, you know, put on your own and yeah. it's a, it's a tough time. Did you, so let, let's, you know, let's jump into it a little bit here. Did you, um, did you like high school? Broad, uh, broad question. Um, I feel like I didn't do a ton, which is weird, but like, I feel like I didn't do a ton socially, but as far as the actual like day to day stuff of high school, I thought it was great. Um, up until COVID, COVID sucked. That took the wind out of everything. Yeah, but I don't even baseball yeah. for me was great in high school, um, and and so was class. Like I crushed high school. Like, but that's the thing. I didn't do much. Like I just kind of kept to myself a little bit. More obviously, you know, way more so back then than I do now. So that was kind of my take. Like people tell all these huge like stories about high school and stuff. I'm like, eh, I don't know. Okay, I beat Auburn. In I like the, how you know. We down the stretch in the season that was pretty oh, right. much it. yeah because yeah. you were of course you know starting pitcher the um i like how we have very different high school high school experiences because in now i try much harder in school as you know i'm in a bunch of your classes yeah but in high school i didn't try at all i kind of my like i got fine grades but it was just because i was out every class and i participated like a decent amount yeah but i knew that the a lot of the courses kind of blew like chemistry i was like i don't think i'm gonna need this oh me too dude i mailed that in so hard me, fun, all right i have one like actually kind of funny story. not yeah, that funny tell it. but me and two of my friends on the baseball team we sat in the back of the class and the teacher was nice she reminded me of like like one of your friends like moms who was like nice yeah and like wasn't a jerk a girl did no no with the teacher oh sorry no, you're <laughs> um, <laughs> no, but no, she was nice. But we like screwed off so much in that class. Like we didn't do anything. We would like we had these tests, but the tests were so basic. It was like three questions, and so we would get like hundreds on everything. But the whole time, like whenever she turned her back, like writing something on the board or like teaching the class, we would like we had this habit of just absolutely like wailing erasers at each other. Like, we would oh, stand fire. up in the class and throw erasers at each other as hard as we could. Oh, okay. That's like, bad. I think we actually sat in three different spots in the class. And, like, <laughs> she knew what we were doing. Oh, that's But, nice. like, she didn't care. And, uh, like, remember parent-teacher conferences? Remember that was a thing? In high school, was it? Yeah, I don't dude. Think, really? My school kept doing that. I don't know Maybe why. Maybe my school did, too. My, I don't know why my parents even <laughs> I think they just stopped going after a while. But I remember this lady was like, oh, yeah. Like, like, he's doing good. He throws erasers all dude class. we would throw so many erasers no, like, that's, she would that's actually fine. like she would turn around there'd be like 10 erasers in front of her she's like guys come on what i think is a good way to kind of insinuate more discussion about this is um the history i so i looked up like when was high school invented basically yeah. in the united states at least um there was like a high school in like 1200 in like i don't even know ireland or something scotland whatever but the first school, first public high school in in America. Dude, imagine going to high school in ten hundred in Scotland. Dude, but it wasn't like that. Must it have wasn't sucked, actually dude. high school. I don't know why this. I don't know where I found that. I'll have the sources in the. Um, like you get up, you like take your horse and carriage. You sit in a <laughs> yeah like, third periods in like the hut. It was made just out of school. Straw. It wasn't like you're yeah. like 
fuck, like, dude. I don't want to go to this. Like, I have practice later. Yeah. <laughs> like, I have hurling practice later. You're like, shit, dude. That would have sucked. <laughs> um, no, I'm kidding. No, but the first high school in America was Boston Latin School. Shout out Joe like, Smith. Yeah, so, our, so everyone knows Joe Smith who goes to Assumption. If you don't, you should meet him. But Joe went to this school. Um... It's funny, like, if you look up who went to Boston Latin School, the first three dudes who went there... Joe Smith, Albert Einstein, and Michael Jordan. Benjamin Franklin, Samuel Adams, and John Hancock. Oh, really? Like, what? <laughs> oh, just, you know, inventor, uh, signer, uh, Declaration of Independence, Declaration of Independence, <laughs> signer, Declaration of... Oh, cool. Word. Um, and then there's Joe Smith. Um, Joe Smith, founder of... <laughs> beer. <laughs> Founder of <laughs> um, So yeah okay Apparently And then That was Founded in 1635 But it wasn't really like a It wasn't a public high school Until 1817 um, The Boston In a Boston town meeting This was petitioned for And it was Explained So um, It was this Supreme Court decision Kalamazoo Which Kalamazoo ruled, Kalamazoo Thank you which ruled that tax dollars could be used to support high schools, which is right. good. I mean, that had to happen, I think. But that's where high schools get their money, from tax dollars. Oh, yeah. Uh, because when you kind of think about it, I mean, kids go to high school from those ages, from 13 to 18, because the parents are busy and they can't take care of them. And this kids need to learn. But is it more the kids need to learn or is it more that they got to be out of the house and they got to be taken care of? We talked a little bit about, um, actually kind of ties into what we were talking about today in our class that we have with Professor Stoner, um, and we're reading Jean-Jacques Rousseau, who's a very famous French thinker. Yeah. Um, excellent He's book we're reading, but uh, the thing about the law today, I thought that was interesting. Um, what, like, uh, what is it, what did he say? Um, the problem, the paradox with the law is that you, it keeps you free by keeping you restricted at the same time. I think that kind of applies to like public education. Like you, you get the freedom of an education, but you're so restricted within it. I think that's kind of a weird paradoxical thing. Right. Know, especially in high school. Cause it you're kind is. of aware of it when you're a kid, you don't really care. But once you get to high school, you know, you start to develop your own thoughts and appealing, uh, thoughts and feelings, opinions and all sorts of stuff, including the education you're receiving. So if you're like rebellious against it, like you can't, there's, you can't do anything about it. But it's interesting. So what Rousseau, what Rousseau says before that chapter, or yeah. in chapter two, that's in chapter six. In chapter two, Rousseau says, he says that when you're a ch when you're a child, until you're old enough to support yourself, yep. when you're a child, you're actually not free. And oh, he did say that. Yeah, and right. in high school, you're a child. So high school, no, it's like high school has this leeway to not allow you to be free. And maybe that's for the better. Maybe that's for the worse. What do you think? Do you think that high school, like, I mean, what? You can't let high schoolers choose what they learn because they choose stupid things to learn. Yeah. That, yes. Yeah. The quote was, how I can mean, you be, how can you be free when law binds you? Um, yeah. I think that's, that's a good point. Um, that's a pretty deep question because education is all about giving people knowledge that they didn't have before. So how can you? pick the knowledge you don't have like 
Yeah. It's kind of a strange thing. But well, the, once but, you get that age, once you get to that age, the independence kind of sets in and you know, they let you pick your classes and they let right. you kind of think about right. what you want to major in college. If you want to go to college, which yeah, you, like what your you, senior year, you a career you'd want to pursue, you know, something of that sort. And so we can give some credit to the high school system for that. Oh kind yeah, of yeah, yeah. Thing, I guess it's so not like a total fair. like yeah, yeah. prison. Like that's not what we're which, saying. Which either. no one even implied. I, no, no, no. But, but it, it's interesting. I mean, the, the paradox that you brought up where Rousseau says, how can, what is it? Can you read the quote one more time? Yeah. Um, I just jotted it down. This is kind of a paraphrase, but no, it's fine. I wrote down, how can you be free when law binds you? And right. I, think, I mean, and the, tr- and obviously, so we live in America and we know that you can be free even though you're binded by law. Yeah, absolutely. The, the, it's a good, he raises the question to like break it down. And I mean, we're also, the pinnacle of that. Here. Right. Yeah. Exactly. So we learned that. I mean, everyone knows that you can be free within a law, Yeah. but in high school, as a 13, 14, 15-year-old, you're yeah. not free within a law. You're really not. not at all. Until, until you... And I think it, this brings up another discussion about how parents treat their children. Because sometimes when... I've heard some parents that... Or I've heard from some of my friends who are... When they reach the age of 18, like there's no adjustment. They continue to treat them like they're 16 or 17. Yeah. Or 15. Yeah. And that's dangerous because then there's no... And some parents just cut it loose and you're like, all right, well... Oh, well, Good yeah. Luck. Dude, some, some, that maybe that's too. better. Maybe cutting it loose, though, when you're like 15, you might kind of screw up and find yourself in some terrible situations. So that's more dangerous, I'd say. But maybe you learn quicker. Like, you kind of figure things out on your own a little faster. So then by the time you're 18, I mean, personally, this didn't really happen to me. My parents were pretty steady with how they, like, allowed me to do new things and yeah. allowed me to be free. Yeah, yeah, they kind of had this steady increase, which I thought was, fun, like, whatever. Um, they did it that way. But I can see how another way could be good. And then I don't see how the I'm holding you until you're away in college. Then then I'm like, since I have no control over you, yeah. whatever, I can't stop you from doing things. I don't see how that is good. Like, I don't see how just babying. Well, the uh, crazy uh, thing is when almost as, man. Yeah. If you're if you're woman. baby throughout high school. Well, I mean, it's tough to define what that really means. But if that's what you're like throughout high school, where you don't really experience a ton of new stuff. And then once you get to college, there's a huge danger of like either becoming just like a shut in and not wanting to experience anything because you hear those stories or like you just go crazy and drink yourself out of school or you make some bad decisions like that sucks, too, because you're right. You are right. You got to be phased in. I guess that's what high school's for. But like high school is screwed up because kids eventually become, you know, irritated with the education they receive. Sometimes the education sucks. Sometimes kids don't want to be there. Right. Sometimes, and then I think, the, in my opinion, one of the worst things that can happen is when kids just treat it like, uh, like a video game. Just like, it's like points. Like grades are points. Like just yeah. the great. I think grade grubbing is one of the worst things ever. In high school, it's, yeah. It's like, garbage. dude, what are you, what are you doing? Like, cause just because the classes aren't score. hard, the content's not hard, and the work no, honestly dude. isn't hard. So if you're getting an A, it's just like it's just the it's always good, it's always the quantity. Like oh yeah, I got I got always, A's in yeah. class. Well, just that's just because you like did more. You just things. did every single assignment. You didn't think more about things. Yeah, right. You didn't like right. put in more effort than me, dude. I remember. So me and Alec know. would always get annoyed because me and Alec would get like fine grades, like mid grades. Yeah. But me and Alec, or me and Alec, Alec and I, we knew that we were smart. <laughs> yeah. But then like some of our like girlfriends would be like, kind of bragging about their like four point eight. Yeah, I'm, like, dude. How do you yeah. have a? I don't even know how that. Yeah. I had like a four point seven. But I'm I'm like I, I had a three seven or some shit like that. It was annoying because I did think sometimes I was like, "Yo, am I? Uh, are these people smarter than me? Like, am no, I?" No, really? dude. It's and that's I, the thing. High school teaches really you that it's case. all about like. Well, it doesn't teach you. Sometimes, you can choose to interpret it 
that it's all about numbers and like little achievements and certificates and shit. Which is crazy. No, it's not. And this is not to discredit. I had my boy Jacob Carulli. Uh, he played like a sport in every season. He got a A in like every class, I think, besides like one. Like yeah. he was our like top guy. Jacob's one of the nicest kids ever, one of the most humble dudes ever. Jacob didn't treat it like that, but he and he never bragged about it. He just always did it. Like yeah. and it, I think it prepared him like for a job. Else. Like, He's kind of yeah, probably, no, I haven't him. talked to him in a little bit, but I think so there's High school there's the, you to be the, the grade grabbing, which is like and this goes for everything. This means it seems like everything is a paradox just because like there's the good and then there's the bad. Uh, it depends on kind of Sometimes your attitude towards really it. close. Yeah. Right. But I, I think, you know, although Jacob may have been grabbing grades, it wasn't like detrimental to his attitude yeah, or his yeah, mental yeah, yeah, state. Yeah. Like he 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 wasn't ever like, you know, resentful or mean about it or yeah, annoying. Dude, or I, I don't think it, I took a class, dude. I don't know. I took a class. It was the first class I ever took. Maybe it wasn't the first. It was like, it was a class I took fall of freshman year of high school. Because it's weird. My high school, the way it worked, each class, we had four classes in a day. Each one was an hour and a half long. And then they switched at uh, holiday break. So it was kind of like college semesters, which is actually kind of cool. That's why like college semesters feel very familiar. Like it's no different at all. Like we didn't, the only classes that went the whole year were some AP classes. But I, freshman year, I took this class and it was just algebra two honors. Um, but to like, you know, to us coming out of eighth grade, like that was some really difficult stuff. And um, I remember this class was just, dude, it was miserable. Like we had this guy. Which, which year was this? Uh, freshman year, ninth grade. No. Um, shout out to, cause he was actually a good guy. Shout out to Frank the Tank Macchio was our ninth grade algebra teacher. Him, who called him the tank? I don't know. It was just his nickname because he was just <laughs> so. he was just like so over the top aggressive with math, and it was like, dude, come on. But uh, he he was actually not a bad teacher. It's just the the course material was so difficult, and if you weren't one of those kids who was just determined to just like be the best math student, like, dude, I didn't care about that. I wanted to write essays and like you know be a good student in that way. Like, I I didn't care about you know absolute value functions dude and that's and like these kids like uh, oh it was actually the worst now i'm getting like flashbacks dude he would post the grades on this little sheet on the back of the class with just like your id numbers and then your grade next to it so it wasn't like you could see everyone's grade? you could see everyone's grades so like you would see dude like some what? kid at the bottom of the class like oh that kid has a 22 percent. awesome oh my god speaking of a 22 percent, that's the lowest grade i got in one of his tests Oh, you were the 22. Maybe like, no, no, no. I think I got a C in the class, which sucked. I didn't want to get a C. And you're a freshman and you don't. Yeah. And like to start it off like that. It's like, dude, I stayed after school in that class so many times. Like it was awful, dude. Like I'm just not, my aptitude doesn't register to to math. It just doesn't. But like, I still work as hard as anyone else. I wasn't some lazy bum who didn't go to class, dude. I did all the homework. I did everything. And I just... It just didn't mesh. So that's what I'm saying. Like, don't chase that if it's not working. Okay, yeah, I hear you. I hear you. You know what I mean? You you compared so you compared um, high school to college sort of with the semester idea, or how your high school did it a little differently. Yeah, which um, was actually kind of cool. Mass.edu says that every this is I don't know what number of law this is. Every school committee shall operate the schools within its district at least 180 school days in a year. Okay, um, all schools shall. All schools shall ensure that every secondary school student is scheduled to receive a minimum of 990 hours per school year. Um, Structured learning time, 
Okay, so this doesn't include like lunch, breaks, time between classes. <laughs> That's a lot of time. That's a lot of time. To compare it to a college semester, or I guess a college year, is 350 hours in the class, which is almost a third, almost a third of the time you're spending in class in high school in one year. It's so strange. I wonder why that is. Well, why it is not everyone, Not everyone goes to college, first of all, but... No, but because you're a kid and you and you got to be out of the house eight hours a day so your parents can work. That's the structure that was built yeah. earlier. And that's just what stuck because it worked for parents. I guess. I mean, you don't, you know, like, and then, I mean, why don't we have school on weekends? Because parents are home on weekends. Parents don't work on weekends. Yeah. I, I'm sure there's other reasons why, but like. I think it's strange that 990 hours it's that much time crazy. dude like I don't know that's too much time and especially because I think the um, the the attention span for someone in the age of 13 to like 15 is like 32 minutes and these classes in high school were at least 45 minutes some were like an hour yeah mine was an hour and a half yours were an hour and a half half an hour I mean, would go crazy. by we'd be sitting there we'd be like alright it's almost done we have an hour left yeah of you reading two more of, of reading Shakespeare experience. that's oh great oh my god then you can go to lunch and get your milk and hamburger at ten thirty in the morning, dude. Like, some, it, it's not high school's messed it's up. Messed up it's messed up because weird. it's not. It is not to. Why aren't we taking like three different language courses? Why aren't we just learning? I could be f- trilingual yeah. by the time I enter high school, bro. If we they do, you know what we do? You know what we do in high school, school? dude? Oh we God. elementary school, in public school at least, we dick around so much. Like the most of the time, you're just sitting there. You just yeah. sit there, like. Yeah. I don't know. It's strange. It's a lot the whole of busy work. Weird. A lot of looking at the clock. Busy work, just like a worksheet. You just like, start disliking the the class, even when it's you shouldn't. You yeah. just start hating it because you're bored and I don't know. You might not have. Oh my god. I mean, that's not to say I haven't had awesome high school teachers. Some like I had like three. Like I want to go visit some, and and I and I love some great people from Algonquin, my high school. But dude, just no. I I had, I had a few good ones, yeah. I mean, when you're in college, I guess it's different. You're older, and then you're you're free. You live you live in college is the live best, away dude. from yeah. College is the best. That's really what that we're just spoiled now with yeah. With that's adult all it education. Is. Yeah, and that circles back to liberal arts because we have. Well, I was gonna um, say, can you imagine if they if that. they taught the kind of liberal arts opportunities in high school that they do here? Yeah, I think it wouldn't stick if they did it the way they do it here. Like, it wouldn't, are you sure though? I th- I think because of the the. What, what word did you use? Aptitude of a high school student. It wouldn't stick because we're just inconsiderate pricks and we just yeah. screw around and we'd be... But is that a product of the environment? Yeah, yeah, no. I do think it is. I think that's why I use the, the terminology... That's why I use the words if they did it how they did it here or if they okay. did it how they taught in high school. They'd have to restructure it completely and they'd have to introduce something like theology or philosophy in a way that yeah. wouldn't just make students... Uh, but say like sophomore year of high school... It. Or ju- sophomore or junior year of high school, they just drop in a class that we had together, Socrates and the Search for Truth. Great class. It's not about just Socrates and sitting down and thinking, you know. Okay, so it's senior, about okay, if that was like senior or junior year, yeah, that's what I I'm saying. Like, super sit down and it's, it's about you know challenging your own core beliefs to a degree in exploring different opinions and you know searching for the fucking truth. Like well, that's the whole point. But that comes but, down to sorry. No, no, it's okay. Um, if we had that in high school. Maybe that would get rid of some of the weird inhibitions right. and, right. and weird ways of thinking and like laziness and 
you know, senioritis and all that kind of shit. Like, I think uh, if the problem is, dude, like you're not even exposed to it at all. Like you're not even like you're not even made aware of what it is. You look for deeper meaning in Shakespeare books in English class. I mean, that's a broad generalization. I've read some great stuff in English class. No, but like, yeah. you know, you're, you're pounding. English some... class is actually where it could be found. That's, that's what it. I'm saying. But, yeah, but they cut it off. It. They're just like, nope. Like, what's the author trying to say? Right. They kind of do. Sometimes on, they kind of do. I don't know. Like, I'll just write notes it, I guess. Or read the book and just figure out my own interpretation. <clears throat> like, I think the way, also the way that um, the English language is taught is very strange. We can't even... Um, another another Dobsky reference. He was talking about how, um, like, we he, he has a very strict grammar set. He has a very strict set of um, grammar rules in that class, and he right. gives out like the Ten Commandments right. of I've Grammar and like. I've heard about. I this. think that's great because you know Me how many too. times that like I love I love um, strict grammar because it, it the reason it I holds got you to grammar, the high standard. Right, I learned grammar because Professor Stoner started giving everyone zeros if you had a grammar mistake. So yeah. I was like, oh, Last I can't. Year, yeah. I can't mess around anymore. And then I, now I don't make many grammar mistakes. Dude, the, any. it's just crazy that people don't even know. I'm sure I've made a couple talking, right? I mean, we're talking. That's a little bit different. Yeah, it's, it's but, very different. Um, I just think it's very, very strange that if, if public school can't even teach you grammar properly, what are we doing there? What are oh, we doing yeah. there? Why'd they stop teaching grammar? What happened? I remember them being like, oh, know. we don't teach grammar anymore. I kind of just like put two points together like i think oh my god offered, that's a good point I'm you know grammar saying, yeah. is a liberal art right it is an ancient that, okay art. maybe it's a that's a, a rhetoric i don't know that's a combination of but they don't teach they're stopping to teach they teach you how to write a, a five paragraph paper with an intro and a body and a conclusion that, that talks about the text dude yeah oh my god like just you can google that so dude, quickly like grammarly can write to, write your shit for you like right last year i had to look up how to use a, a goddamn semicolon and a colon i didn't know how to use them because you weren't taught it no i i was lucky enough that like my dad would be like let me proofread this shit yeah and he's, when like, I was in high he's school. like hold on yeah <laughs> he's like you're like let him cook your dad yeah. just my dad's a hell of a writer yeah i i heard he's fantastic i um you did sorry i had a I, you were talking earlier about like how high school could integrate this and if they could oh yeah but my, my point in kind of putting those two things together is like right. if they did offer you that liberal arts perspective I think a lot of that inconsiderate behavior would be lessened and you'd be exposed to new experiences even though a lot of kids would just yeah. shit on it and dismiss yeah. it a lot of them would but a lot of kids do that in college too mm-hmm. so that's just the way it's going to be but but to combat that point which I think is, is a good point yeah it does all matter on the teacher yeah, here, dude, here yeah. it matters on the teacher a lot, like, but, on the professor. But, but, professors like they get tenure, they get paid. Like they're, it's a much more powerful position than a high school teacher. But it, but it shouldn't be though. The way that's looked at is kind of annoying that people just hold professors in higher regard. High school teachers and college professors do the same thing. The age group isn't that far off. You're just dealing like college professors are just dealing with a little bit more money, probably, and you know better supplies and facilities or whatever. High school teachers like. They hold the same amount of responsibility. But they high school don't, teachers actually have probably more responsibility because everyone has to be there. But high school teachers don't hold the same degree. High school teachers do not have the same um, accreditations. I think that's a word that professors have. You have to have a doctorate to become a professor. My my dad is only a professor. I think my dad's only a professor because he has a law degree. Hmm. So... Professor Stoner has a doctorate in philosophy. Yeah, he couldn't be a professor if he didn't have that. Well, he you have to, to have a you have to have a doctorate to be a professor. Yeah, I actually didn't know that. To be because that's why it's important to call a professor by their title, professor. Right. What's my title? Because oh. 
they worked hard to get that. It's very challenging. Like, I'll just look up quickly. What do you need to? Well, actually, yeah. Well, you caught me off guard there. Actually, no, well, I no, actually that's didn't okay. Know that. That's just it. It is a, but but I your thought point it was like still most very of, important yeah. because they're still there to convey respectfully and appropriately the points that they're trying to convey to the student and to get the student to learn something. Their job is the same. That's what I'm saying. And that's, their job, that's true. I'm just, if their job's yeah. the same, then it holds the same amount of weight. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think it's strange that there. How many classes have you taken where like everyone knows it's just a throwaway class? Like you just walk in there and you know it'll be easy. You know you'll get a good grade probably without doing much work. You know you can just cheat on the homework if you if you choose to do so. Like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's terrible. Why does that exist? Who, who? Why are we letting that happen? I don't know. Can you say that one more time? I'm sorry. I was looking up the. Oh yeah, no, no. All, all I was saying was just like, how many times have you had a class where like everyone says it's easy, you know it's easy, you know it's probably just a throwaway class, whether it's just some language requirement you're getting out of the way, some dumb math class that you don't care about. In college? In college? Uh, in no, high in high school. Right. Because um, I had that probably two or three times, and every time I, I okay. found myself thinking that, like, dude, come on. We said we'd take a second. Nate can't when when Nate walked in. Oh yeah. Nate, give us a come over here, Nate. Come over here. Give us a take. Give us just give us a crazy take. Guys, this is Nate. Everyone knows Nate, bro. No, bro, make it shit. Make this shit short. We're in the middle of a conversation. But we said we'd break for you. <laughs> um, just whatever's on your mind. I don't, like just an opinion that something crazy. Yeah, something that a lot of people might not agree with, but you feel pretty strongly about. Freaking, I can't think. Give us a crazy take about. Give us a crazy take about high school. We're talking about high school right now. Oh, yeah. Uh, okay, Nate, give us a... Yeah, Nate, give us something. Uh, one take from high school and then walk away and we'll talk about it. I mean, you can sit there if you want. You can actually stay here. Caught this man off guard. Come on now. I'll say... I'll say... Not a single high school relationship will ever work. Interesting. That's actually okay. We can talk about that. Okay. Do you want to add anything before before you anything else? Um, I'm interested in hearing what you guys have to say. So. Okay. Should we wait? Let's fi- first finish what we were talking about and then go to that. Cause I actually didn't plan on talking about that, but can't really talk about high school without without it. Um. Um. We were talking about how you know. The role of the teacher and the professor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, it's and I'm not, this isn't just me sitting here shitting on high school teachers. I'm actually, like, doing the opposite. You're the doing po- the opposite. The whole point is that, like, yeah. there is such a high amount of responsibility in, in the weight of the job <clears throat> that they have. People don't think about this kind of thing. People just write everything off as, like, this is how it is. This is how it should be. You know, high school is always in a lot of movies and played up in the media, and it's never like it is, you know. Um, I just think it's strange that that kind of stuff happens. Um, yeah. And especially that there's no, like never any mention, never a sniff of liberal arts in high school. Yeah. And if they were to add liberal arts <clears throat> and teach kids how to write, what the hell dude, I've had professors teach me. I've had teachers try to teach me how to write in my, um, I, you have to be mentally a little mature to allow the teacher to let you to, you have to, to let the teacher you? teach you how to write. You yeah, so many kids. Yeah, it's really, and that's a maturity thing. I, I know. I think I started to learn how to write last year in college. Really? And yeah, hundred percent, man. In high school, I thought my stuff. Was I was good. thankful enough. My freshman. Because well, I was anxious that it was that I was a bad writer, but I was. So in high school, I didn't want to just be like. Yeah. I didn't want to, you know, 
let all these critiques happen in my writing because then that would mean I'm a bad writer. But the truth is, I, I you know, I'm a high school kid. I, you're not yeah. supposed to be a good writer a, in high school. A confession. What's up? For me, is the only reason that I was a decent writer in high school is because I had a decent vocabulary, and that only comes from yeah, the fact your your vocabulary is actually cracked. I appreciate that, but I was about to say in high school it was only due to the fact that I, I had a pretty good memory. Right, well, I have, I have right. a great memory, so yeah, I just I hear stuff, sick. remember it, and I just remember Dude, how you to use do it. Jeopardy. So, yeah. The last thing I'll say on that topic is, as a high school teacher and as a professor in college, but I haven't seen this lacking in my college professors. Yep. As a high school teacher, you got to go in, and it's I'm not saying it's easy because you're there. For oh, seven I never hours. never said it was. No easy. one said it was easy. No, but you got to go in. And you gotta have some energy. You gotta be able to relate to these kids, even if you're 70 and these kids are 15. You gotta relate to them. You gotta love them. You gotta understand each one and how they're different and how a lot of them are gonna come in and they're gonna be dealing with different things. I'm not saying high school teachers don't do this. The best high school teachers do this, and there's a huge, I've had so many huge good ones. amount of them. There's a great amount of high school teachers who grind and they love their students and they care about each one. But I've also seen some get tenure and just get complacent and just kind of. Do their thing. And Can you get tenure in high school? Yeah. Oh, I did. Also, didn't know that. So, I heard. Yes, I. You can get something like tenure. In okay. High yeah. Okay. I don't know if it's called tenure, but it's like much harder to fire that teacher. So I know it's a similar. Okay. Thing. I think we wrapped up that discussion about the. Um, we kind of talked about a bunch of different things, the differences between high school and college, a little bit about teaching. Yep. Which is good. Let's go on. Let's go to Nate's point. I'm, I'm happy you brought it up. I didn't plan on talking about it, but I'm happy you brought it up because this episode is titled "The Effects or the Effects um, the Effects of High School on a Developing Student." Yeah. And you can't talk about those effects without talking about the social interactions, and a big part of those for a lot of people, even people who don't enter relationships, are the relationships of others in high school. It's a uh, it's an inevitable thing. It happens. A ton of people get into relationships. A ton of people don't. Yeah. And they impact all social interactions. Yeah. You yeah, change yeah. friend groups. You um, sometimes for the better, sometimes for the worse. Uh, you lose friends sometimes. And it's when you're 14, 15, 16, Nate brings up a good point. And his point was that high school relationships never work. Right. And it's kind of hard to, to, you know, disagree with him spencer do you want to give some, some yeah. ideas so the only real big thought i had on this was that in high school everyone has to remember despite all the you know sensationalized depictions and media and movies and tv shows about high school the the major thing that everyone needs to remember in high school for most of it if not all of it you're a kid you know what i mean like you don't have all the independence and like literal legal rights that you do when you're in college so in high school you're a kid you're always straddling this gray line and you're in this big gray area of like you know kind of being an adult in some ways kind of still being a kid in other ways and obviously i understand that's a that's a kind of the point of high school but when it comes to relationships you're physically also becoming like you're sort of a kid but you're sort of becoming a a, yeah yeah man or a woman so it's like a weird thing you're in that gray area and that's okay because I mean, you need a place to do it, so right, that's you gotta good. start somewhere. But the problem can be when people start, the yeah, the question of like relationships, like having a girlfriend or whatever, like that's such a big. It it seems like such a big deal, but like people just completely fail to consider that like you're you're still kids, 
Right. You know what I mean? It's so strange to look Pe- back do you on mean, it now. When you say people, do you mean that when you're in the relationship? Yes, you, yes. yes. When you're there, I totally agree. When you're there in the moment, you, <laughs> you're like, you're like, oh man, yeah. like this girl dumped me. Like, hate my life, hate everything. Yeah, or like, why, why can't, why, why can't is this, this not going out? well? Why is it, yeah. It's like, dude, you are 15 years <laughs> yeah, old. Like, what, the what do you, what do you mean? Yes. What do you mean your life sucks? The it, odds nothing, are actually stacked against you, insanely high. It's like, what do you, crazy? What did you think was gonna happen? Like. Of course it's not working out. You're 15 years old. You right. know, or 16 you no or 17. It's or... like joining a sports team of a sport you've never played and expecting everything to work out. Yeah, right? and like eventually you will play it, but like right. you don't know what the hell you're doing. Eventually you'll get good at the, the Hopefully, the, the yeah. Sport, that's kind but... of the whole point of... Right. That's the, kind of the whole point of being in that gray area socially. But that's that's just the biggest takeaway I have. Like, yeah, okay. if you want to say that they never work, that's why. It seems obvious, but until you really kind of say it in plain English, people people do forget. People do forget, especially when you think about when you think about high school in the media. I think. So I think okay, I think those are great points to to really reflect on Nate's, you know, thesis per se it, that a high school relationship will never work. It all depends on how you define work. So, if you define work as um, a relationship where both people love each other and are prepared to love each other. Or sorry, excuse me. Both people love each other and are prepared to grow with each other. If that's the definition that we would go with. I think that they oftentimes work. Yeah. I think they work because as long as there's... I mean... There's always... So I guess they don't work when there's manipulation or, or you know, motives for one person... Motives that one person has that is not in the best interest of the other. And that's not because that person's a terrible person like we just said. They're... 14, 15, 16, or 17, right. and they're just immature, straight up. That's we were is, just yeah. immature. I think I think that if you can learn, if you can get a gist, a lot of parents will be quick to say, oh, they're, they don't love each other. They don't know what love is. It's like, well, they don't, but they're figuring it out. I mean, they're, they're learning, right? Yeah. yeah. I, I don't, I dislike when that, when parents do that. I'm not saying my parents did that, or I know parents do that, but I'm sure there are some. Of course, yeah. I'm sure there are some. And, or writing it off. Like, right. I know a lot of, I don't know, that's kind of seems to be like the trope that parents just write it off as like, ah, whatever, like mm-hmm. young love or whatever. But I mean, it is super important. I don't know. In that, yeah, I think, well, and not to put words in Nate's mouth, I think that what Nate was explaining is that they, they don't work because they don't last, maybe, possibly. Yeah. They don't work because they don't last fully through and you can't fully commit to that person and have a long lasting relationship. Here's the other thing. Yeah. Without the knowledge of, without the more of the experience of um, your young adult life, how would you even know that you want to commit to that person beyond high school? How would you even know that the world's a gigantic place in high school? The world is the smallest place in the world, but once Mm -hmm. you're out of high school, the world suddenly becomes gigantic again. And so it's like, how would you even know that, you know, something's better for I you guess, out there. You know, you, you're cutting yourself off. Maybe that's your maybe point? that's the point. What's your point? So maybe that's why maybe that's why they shouldn't work out. Right. So there's an argument to say that they actually work out in principle of them being a high school relationship because they don't work because, out. Because yeah, because that's all they, they are. They're for high school. Last. So that could, yeah. that kind of um, it's a different idea than Nate was thinking about, but it does kind of oppose the words he said. But in terms of, I mean. What if they do last? Are you saying that if a no, high I'm not relationship saying, did last, is it? Is I'm it, not saying know, people should be like, all right, well, I'm out of high school. Like, we need a breakup. Cutting it off. No, right. that's that's not my point either. Like, if it if it's still working, you're still like 
you discover that you have the same or similar values and a similar healthy perspective on each other in the world, well then great. But if you don't have that, you need to find that. That's kind of the whole point of being a young adult, you know? But that's such an impossible, I mean, that's such an impossible discussion, right? Because I don't think anyone like in high school, at least I certainly didn't, I wasn't like, well, how are my views on, on the world and, and, and maybe how that's are my views on life? Circle it back like, all, the, all the way back all, to right? nail it home. Um, maybe that's why you throw in liberal arts education into high school. Cause then you get that kind of perspective earlier. Right. Maybe and that's why yeah, you should have it. Right. And that totally relates reason. back. I think that, um, yeah, I think we could talk about high school relationships for so long because they're, you know, they're a, sometimes they're amazing, but they're a catastrophe at the same time. That's like, a little, that's a, it's a mini microcosm of what high school is in a broader sense. Like yeah. high school is going to be a disaster. That's, I remember someone told me that like, I was talking my, about my freshman year at assumption. And like, I remember saying like, Oh yeah, like there was some like messed up stuff, but it was mostly good. And like, and I think it was my mom or my dad who told me this or one of my other friends. I, I don't remember, but it was good advice. So like, you know, the your freshman year of high school is going to be screwed up no matter no matter what yeah. but like you just want it to be like the good kind and not the bad kind you know where like mm-hmm. shit actually goes wrong instead it's just kind of like messed up because there's growing pains that's kind of the same message with you know the four years you spent in high school if especially public school right in conclusion i think that i don't know i think that high school relationships work because of disc- the discussion we just had and because they teach you a lot they teach you a lot and that's what we you know, we spoke about that. High school is a time for learning. When you're, yeah, this time is to is to I, learn things. Yeah. But do they work in terms of duration and like deep down meaningness? Probably. And not. even if they stick, like, what if they? What about that? I mean, that that conversation. If are they, they stick, I mean, if they stick, I, well, good. I mean, well, it all. I guess it all depends, right? It all depends, totally and all just depends. like everything in life, it all depends. But right. still, like, you know, they they are as deep as they are. Like, mm-hmm. you can't make the the biggest deal out of it, but you know, it's important to appreciate it for what it is and what it means to you in that time yeah. and, and how it's helping you develop into, you know, your young adult. I'm life, trying to put my, you know. myself back into my shoes as a high school kid. And it's hard because it's honestly like, it's kind of blocked out. Like really, when you try to remember, it's like, was I even being conscious of everything I was doing? And was I know I, I wasn't. Make, yeah. yeah. Like I wasn't, I, I couldn't have been, I no. couldn't have been because I didn't even know what it really meant to be conscious. Yeah. So bogged down with other people's Opinions. Bullshit and opinions. Yeah, it's like, what am I, like, yeah, yeah. You're so, so, you're so hyper-focused on, like, you know, you'll stand up in class and think about how everyone looks at you. Like, right, right, it's yeah. weird, man. So, like, so it's, it's weird shit. it's easy for us to kind of think back and be like, well, maybe if I was a little more thoughtful. But, you know, it does, like, if your girlfriend broke up with you, breaks up with you, it takes you down. But then at the same time, as long as you can come back from that thing, it worked. It honestly yeah. worked. And, yeah, that's and, true. So, and, and you shouldn't, develop a pessimistic attitude about it and when when it gets brought up maybe your friends are you know bothering you about it in high school like i remember that yeah, yeah, yeah i see that happen me too probably happened to me a few times i don't really remember but i'm sure it did yeah if you can face that with just like a gratitude and like just be happy about it somehow then you know you you made it through it well like i that's guess that'd true. be some advice to high school students if, yeah if you're that. listening that it's i'm not saying that's an easy task of course but that is that seems like the name of the game you go through that and you kind of learn a ton from it. Nate, I know, you know, we, there's so much more to talk about. Nate's sitting here. He listened to the discussion. 
is there anything you know else that you thought that we didn't touch on that you'd want us to discuss? Mm-hmm. He's shaking his head. Yeah. So when I was here, when I was hearing you kind of explain the you know what works, what doesn't work, but what makes this unworking experience make something else work for you, I can definitely agree with that. Because sometimes we need to experience things to get to some other place in life. And to be more specific, I had, you know, I had an 11th month relationship with my senior year of high school, which was my first relationship. Um, and so I'm probably speaking for a lot of other people because I think a good, a good a percent of people have been in relationships in high school and then carried on to college. And then that's kind of where a lot of people begin to either uh, – usually split or you know things don't work out because they're long term and things like that people are changing in college things like that that's kind of what happened to me um but like it does when i when i first was asked what my hot take was i think it was a hot take um because i you know i said it doesn't work in a sense like right from from a perspective of, of me as a as a as a as a faithful person, you know, I found faith through college, uh, through my experiences of having actually a relationship, um, which actually, you know, for, for my personal faith, like that's what God intended for me to go down a road that wasn't of him. And then, you know, get back into this low place at school because I was a broken heart. And then that's what brought me closer to a relationship with God. And that's now what I use on my campus for the person I am today as a college athlete and as a football player. Um, and it's helping me to help other people in a lot of different ways. Um, so that worked, that is something that worked throughout that was a product of my broken relationship, but in the sense of do relationships in high school work for the purpose of what an intended relationship is, I would say no, because of the, of the, the childlike, a, a childlike heart that you still have the immature heart that we still are learning and developing in our heads and in our hearts like it's not there yet spence and i think you talked about it like we are we're kids at the end of the day in high school um and relationships i think they do change you to be something completely different after uh for some people in a way better way and then also for others there's the other spectrum where it brings them down to a place that they don't get out of for years um you know and that's all and that's all part of the kind of the catch here is relationships do they really work i mean for every person it's different at the end of the day whether it helped you as a as a man or as a woman if it made you a better person after or made you a worse person you know that's up to you and uh your life i don't know i think i feel like i don't know if you you kind of understand what i'm saying here yeah Uh, Yeah. cool man yeah gotcha no i i understand what you're saying i think that you they are what they are, point. you know. But but you also do ref- the idea that we spoke about, you know, it working because it taught you something or it made it broke you down and built you up. That idea, I mean, you're living and walking proof of that. I think a lot of people are. I believe that I am, and be- because of that, um, you said that the intention, like the intended relationship, the intention wasn't met. That's kind of what you said. Maybe it just seems to me that the intention of a high school relationship isn't the intention of a relationship past high school. So a relationship when you become an adult, it's 
they're they're different. There's different context there. There's yeah. different goals. There's, There's different, different experience. It, well, the experience is so different that yeah. the goals inherently have to be different. Yeah. So, and it's weird because you can't tell someone who's in a relationship in high school that, dude, you gotta, you gotta, you know, learn this. Like, like, oh, you're in a relationship. Oh, learn that. Try to learn some stuff. Like, yeah. no, you're, you're like, oh no, I want to be with this girl for like ever. That's really what you think when you're in the relationship. Yeah. And that, that thought process is, is inevitable. I, that will never change. So it's a, uh, I think we have great ideas, but, but I think that the intention of the high school relationship naturally, I mean, you bring up your faith. It seems like God would want the intention for the person to learn so it can improve them in any way. Um, yeah. I think the biggest thing here is like what we established is like, you know, as soon as you're a senior and you turn 18, just like hop on Tinder, you know, like immediately. Right. Exactly. Yeah. No, don't do that. <laughs> I think, I think we touched on the idea of high school relationships pretty decently for not spending too much time on it for not spending a whole episode on it um but it ties into the next thing that i did plan on talking about which was the um the kind of mental health state of students in high school oh yeah how it's you know it's uh, the the treatment of it from the school the the kind of dangers that i think it can bring i don't think it's wholly dangerous but anxiety and depression so this is from uh, this is a Georgetown study. Anxiety and depression were becoming more common among children and adolescents, increasing 27% and 24% from 2016 to 2019. So that's not good. Yeah, so anxiety 27%, depression 24%, which makes sense. Um, that does that does not mean now do not take that as 27% of people have anxiety and depression now. No. The number's lower. I don't have the statistic. I think it's about 8 or 9 maybe. Or, yeah. But it increased from 2016 to 2019. The percentage of people did increase. Um, this is before COVID, And this too. is before COVID. So yeah. COVID is not involved here. And the, 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 it, there is a steady increase from like 19-something, 1990. There's a steady yeah. increase that you can, that you can research. And I wonder, real quick, though, just had this idea. What do you think the factors are? Give me like three factors. I'm going to say well, social, it's, social it's media It's multivariable. There's, there's a lot of factors. There's, yeah. there's definitely the idea that society became much more attuned to mental health. So, oh, so like they're recognizing it more, right? Okay. So people okay. would have symptoms, and then some would call it one thing. Yep. Others would, call, other doctors would call it another. Yep. I think recent, more recently in the past twenty years, the consensus became, this is anxiety or depression, and I think that's. See, this gets into a crazy topic that I don't know if we should talk about, but the, you know, the motivation to, for big farmer to make money. And for them to make money, they need to get to prescribe more medicine. I've thought about that a lot. So that 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 I can't act. Like I think that it's a double-edged sword. A I think it's a double-edged sword because on one end of it you have that kind of idea, and then on the other side you have the idea that we really are just more in tune to mental wellness and mental health, and then right. we are checking on more people, and we are just in fact diagnosing more yeah. cases of things that are already prevalent. Yeah, and you can't say that because a lot of people like on on Instagram, some people will say anxiety is not real, depression is not real. That's not. I mean, that's not that's true. not true at all. Yeah. But it's also not fair to say I have depression. I have a specific chemical imbalance in my brain that you don't have. That's See, that's not necessarily true. That, I am not totally fully like I can't speak fully on that. If you I just look don't know for the scientific peer reviewed articles, none of them will all agree that that is the case. Like you won't find the chemical. Imbalance. Yeah, you won't okay. find that. So what? There's a recent study that was done, and I learned this from Andrew Huberman. Um, Pretty well-renowned. Um, 
Stanford uh, neurobiologist. That's right. And this is from my memory, so if I botch this, I will put it in the description that I botched it. But a study showed... Yeah, right, this is it. So a study showed that people with depression, not all of them had abnormally low serotonin levels. Right. Not, not all of them had lower than normal serotonin levels. Um, and because of that, a lot of people will you know, be very quick to say, oh, there's no... There's, There's no, no physical aspect. Yeah, yeah. I don't think that's true. I, d- I just think that it's not as cut and dry. Exactly. It's okay. not as cut and dry. It can, low serotonin levels can cause depression. Yes. And SSRIs, I think they're called SSRIs, are medicine that, that treats that thing. So that we just talked about medicine and big pharma. Um, and that medicine has shown, I think what Andrew Huberman relayed, and I read this in, a, in an article, that the it does alleviate symptoms of depression, SSRIs, whether or not you have the deficiency in Understood. serotonin. Understood. So there's, That's interesting. There's not I, yeah, I don't, something I, good there. I don't know enough about that to speak fully intelligently on it, so I'll just... Right, and I don't, either, and I don't either, but I still speak on it. I, I think that you know, th- those, that's stuff we should consider. To relate uh, to high school, two yeah, ideas? Yeah, to relate to high school, do it, yeah. Two ideas I just had. Um, so I think a lot of those things are certainly um, circumstantial and environment-based, um, whether or not they elevate or you know, alleviate right, certain certain yeah. feelings and, and predispositions, maybe. Mm-hmm. Predispositions is probably a good concept sure. here. Um, uh, when COVID did actually hit and everything got screwed up, um, the fir- well, the spring was fine because um, I remember we were talking about this the other day, like class got called off, like we had pass-fail assignments, everything was kind of a joke, so we just got time off. We basically got time off, um, yeah. had a bunch of time to do whatever we want at home, um, so that was fine and good. By the time the fall rolled around, my high school, I went to uh, Tantasco Regional um, in Sturbridge. Um, we were fully remote in the fall. So at the time, I didn't even have my laptop yet, like my MacBook. I had like a, like a, <laughs> I had like a computer at the house. So we had to use, the, dude. We had to use these horrible like Chromebook computer dude, things. Yeah, I know what a Chromebook is, man. And Those dude, suck. Yeah, it definitely cost like twenty-seven bucks. Yeah, and you were probably make. down terrible. Dude, so we had to use these things for class every day, and I would stare into a little screen every day for class, eight hours a day at my house, or seven hours a day at my house, which just made it worse because it's like, you know, it's not, um, you know, at school you can kind of escape high school once you come home, but like bring into your house, like, I don't know, it's it's a separate discussion about the work from home thing. That doesn't really work for for me, like me myself. Yeah, I don't know. I, I'm sure it didn't work for a ton of people. It, anyway, but anyway, um, those feelings of like. I had never felt anxious or depressed about high school ever before, but by the time this stuff started happening, dude, like, yeah, I remember feeling kind of just like down and hopeless and a little bit anxious, a little bit depressed, not like having the condition, but just like having those feelings much, much more than usual. Mm-hmm. And by the time um, all that kind of got cleared up, we graduated high school and coming into freshman year of college, all of that disappeared like it never even happened. So I think... Um, and, and then so to my next point to kind of tie these two things together, um, maybe that has a better, maybe that has partly something to do with, I just tripped over my words. Um, maybe this has something to do with the fact that college not only takes mental health and mental wellness more seriously, but has a better system of promoting and engaging in these discussions with students. I think, um, high school just does kind of a, and it's tough because I don't want to criticize too heavily here because I know high schools do make an, they make an effort, 
to reach out to students about mental health, mental health and mental wellness, um, which is great. But in college, I've just seen it and felt more engaged by it, whether it comes up in class. Um, there's countless opportunities to get stress off your mind because college can be extremely stressful. But don't you think it's more the environment? I mean, you brought up the environment at the start and you right. said that you genuinely felt, you know, well, I was about to say kind of depressed and anxious, which I did too, bro. When that, yeah, when the, my the environment's environment, garbage, yeah. I feel anxious, anxious, excuse me. Yeah. When my environment's garbage, I can feel depressed sometimes. Yeah. What worries me is that the high school system and students in high school Maybe they're in horrible situations. That's, Maybe but that's what I was getting at. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. But, but then they get put in this box that they have depression, that they have anxiety, that not only do they need medicine for it, but that they're stuck with this ailment for life. Yeah. And that's false. I don't care if people disagree with me there. I believe wholeheartedly that that's garbage. That, you know, putting you can, people in boxes, you're saying. Right. You know, kind Especially of at that attaching, young age. Atta and attaching that kind of. Um, those kind of situations to their personality, like right. to their identity. And then you grow okay. with that idea yeah, yeah. from from a young age, from yeah. maybe 14, 15, 16, or even 17 and 18. You grow with that, and then you're taking medicine for it, and yeah. that kind of reinforces that identity. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's I've, dangerous. That man. is a good point, and that's something I hadn't thought about until you said it. But I, I do, especially in our age group, you see a lot of people kind of just attaching, like, whether or not they suffer from anxiety or de depressive moods or 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 actual anxiety or depression. Mm. You see a lot of attaching that to their identity. I'm not even calling anyone out. I don't think it's anyone's fault. No, no, I no. just I yeah, just yeah. notice it. You know what I mean? Yeah, and maybe maybe that originated in high school. Maybe not. But maybe yeah. it did. So it's, I, I don't know. Th just, we're just talking here. Yeah, no, just it's exploring hard to, some ideas. I don't know. No, 100%. With anxiety and depression, it's it's hard And of to, course, it's a, it's a touchy, sensitive subject. Anyone who right. suffers from those things, right. like, that's terrible. And, you know, you deserve every resource and... Um, that you need to get better. Uh, opportunity to, yeah, to and, combat and those feelings and exactly. get better, better that, that are available. Right. Seriously. Uh, any, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and that's not the point. The point of this conversation isn't to make little of those feelings or, or any more of those feelings or disorders no. or, or conditions or anything. We're just. No, but that, but the dangers are real, I think. Yeah. And I think what needs to happen is there needs to be, you know, natural, um, you know, motivations. Or teachers should be telling these kids, oh, like, go to, go to the gym, go yeah. go do something active. Go. Do, what do you love doing? It's like, oh, I love doing this. It's like, but I only do it, you know, a few times a week. No, 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 it's no. Like, go do that every day. Nope. Grade you know? grub and hammer those extracurriculars. Get your one extracurricular so you can get into college. Yeah, no, dude, come see, on. Yeah, and that's turns into and a we talked about that earlier. Machine. That can yeah, that can be terrible. Um, I knew a kid. Not to name. Yeah. I'm not naming any names, but I did know a kid. Great kid, nice kid, smart kid. Um. He was at the top of our class, and he was an excellent student, and I believe he was in the band. And then he needed an extracurricular, I'm sure, to get into a, any school of his choice. And I used to run cross-country, so just like distance running, just because it kept me in shape. That's the yep. only reason I did it. Um, but he did that, and it was like, just check a box. That's what right. it felt like. That My whole point in that is like, right. you know, high yeah. school certainly encourages you to do that because um, it makes them look better. Right. And there's a, there's a ton – there's a ton to talk about on this topic, such as, you know, having parents cause that, that are at home that are encouraging you properly. Because that, because like the school can only do so much. If a kid is, is seeming depressed, I mean, the school can try their best, but it's, you know, I shouldn't put all the blame on the school. Like the, hopefully this kid has a support system at home. And, and I think a lot of times the school system deserves, yeah, and so. 
that can cause a huge problem. I didn't mean to jump you there because, no, yeah. No, you didn't. You're good. Um, sometimes I think, you know, we've kind of been bashing public school here and there for certain things, but maybe the school system deserves some praise for how it handles kids who don't have a strong family background. Yeah, and I think I – think it does. It does deserve some praise. Yeah. Dep- I mean, depending on what they do. Yeah. Like, yeah. I – yeah. Especially the people that put in the effort to make sure right. those like kids the, feel the welcome. The teachers who really take the time to, to maybe they see a student kind of down. Like yeah. Maybe there's some pattern. Those teachers who, who do the, go the extra mile. That's huge. And, and tell that kid, yeah. go to the, hey, start going to the gym. And or start like, doing this and start maybe start doing that. I'm, not, I'm just using the gym because now it works for me. Like, yeah, that yeah, helps yeah. understood, understood. Um, but, but, you know. Just well, someone who's willing to talk. It's not, yeah, yeah. yeah. But I, and I wasn't trying to imply that high school does a garbage job but i think there can be some garbage themes that are portrayed there you and go. it's yeah. and because of the you know there's a you know secondary education and higher education has a tone that that they're very you know careful with things now <laughs> it's yeah. a, a interesting way to to say it but I, I do think that's true so um that's a good discussion we could talk about anxiety and depression and how that happens Plays to a high school student education and, yeah, yeah for a while yeah um important to touch on it but yeah we already touched on so yeah we touched on I'm, I'm trying to, I'm looking through here we talked about a lot of stuff um, oh yeah I guess one thing I'll, one more thing <laughs> I didn't write this down but I just remembered it one more thing I will say about anxiety I, I've seen students treat um, try to treat their anxiety with marijuana or other things that aren't scientifically proven they're lying to you. Marijuana does not treat your anxiety. It doesn't. It, if you look up on Google, is marijuana treat anxiety? The general consensus nowadays is that it does. And it can. Keyword, it can. <laughs> but that doesn't mean that it always will. And that's no. Like, uh, um, overuse of THC will make your anxiety worse. And Andrew Huberman proves this in his podcast on marijuana it's like three hours long if you smoke weed listen to it if you ingest weed in any way listen to it um because you actually might be making your anxiety worse but thinking it's getting better or thinking you're making it better but still feeling bad a lot um that happens to a lot of people and he explains it scientifically he explains it um pretty clearly i think and I didn't know that. I really believed. I was like, oh, yeah. People would tell me they're anxious. And I would sometimes like encourage them. Oh, like, have you tried smoking weed? Like, no. No. I stopped doing that because I learned really what that can do. And it can really worsen your anxiety over time. Um, but, yeah, let's move on. I guess let, let's give a few t- Let's just throw a few tips out there for high school students. Um, because this whole thing was about high school. And I don't know if any high school students will. I'll send this to some of my favorite high school uh, teachers and I'll say, yo, listen, tell your, uh, yeah, send yeah. it to some cool ones and I'll say, yeah, tell my your brother, my brother's in high school. He's yeah, a sophomore. Sal. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, um, you, do you have one for, have you have one stuttering my words here? Like a piece like, of yeah, advice? I don't know, like a piece of advice. Or I think, um, to, to kind of, let's conclude this with a few pieces. I advice. think the best, yes, actually I do. Um, I remember, I don't know. I think it's very easy in high school to feel like the whole thing's kind of pointless. You're going around in circles um, you know, you just show up, clock in, clock out every day, and it's not leading towards anything except maybe college or a job at the end of high school and nothing during it, right? It's easy to feel that way, especially with the repetitive kind of thing. Okay, I think the biggest thing, I remember telling my brother this at some point, is like 
it, it sounds stupid, but sit down and challenge, like think of ways, even make a list of things that genuinely interest you, especially if make you're a, a kid list, that right. doesn't have just like a straightforward path in, in sports or something. Cause I mean, I did the yeah. whole time. I was just like, I got to worry about baseball. Yeah. But some kids, a lot, a lot of kids. It's cool if you don't have anything though. Cause you've got yeah. so much potential. You have sporadic. I don't know if, I don't know if that word is correct in this context, but you have sporadic potential in every direction. You could pick anything and become great at dude. Anything. Exactly. My point. I think you just got to sit down, it's totally your point. make yeah. a list of things that truly interest you totally. and challenge you. And, and then really challenge yourself. Like, how can I get involved in this? How can I make it better my life and myself? How can I enrich my life and what I'm doing? And how can I give it some meaning? Because right. I, I think I struggling with, with meaning and repetition and, you know, um, that whole deal yep. in, in high school is so common with so many people. And I think that's the biggest thing I can think of. And that will make you those thoughts that time when you're kind of contemplating. Uh, trying to find meaning that's gonna make you anxious it's okay like disclaimer it's, that's but it also to it's happen. also a positive thing it that's gives what, no, you perspective it means you care dude that's what i'm saying know? yeah but exactly you, but you get a lot of people kind of get to that point they're like oh i want to figure some stuff out when they're 16 or 17 and then they start doing it but it's like it, it's overwhelming and it's and it's um filled with anxiety yeah i understand that i was once it's that the person. just the joy of opportunity but just but just you're okay. You're yeah. totally fine. It's supposed to be like that. The door's you open. Have, the the world's open. open. Well, yeah. there's so many doors open. So just exactly. you know, you don't have to narrow down and pick one right now. Right, right. That just, goes back to the stuff exactly. we talked about like a while ago about like picking a major. You don't know your career. Don't get bogged down with matching a major to a career. Don't bother. But I'd say I'd say pick you know? something. I'd say pick something. Yeah, just like, just have yeah you know, have something. Be consistent yeah. with something. See right, right, right. really what you can do when when you stick to one thing. You'll you'll be very surprised with yourself. And as you get older. You get smarter, you get bigger, you get stronger. Um, yeah, whatever. You will really notice like yeah. insane improvement that art, writing, you know, our writing, work, it'll working just out, you know, yeah. your sport, it'll happen whatever like it that. is, dude. One day you'll be something looking, will click. Yeah, you know, you'll take record if, your progress. Because yeah, if you progress. if you care and if you are thinking about those things, you're not going to be a loser. You're not. You're man. not. You're going to be great. You actually. are. You already don't have to worry about being a loser. Because you're thinking gonna, about those we're gonna things. Graduate college. Those things. We're going to graduate yeah. college and there's going to be students around us who haven't done this thing that we're saying yet. And if you yeah. start when you're 16, if you be, because it's an anxious thing, because yeah. it's like, okay, well, I'm going to get this job soon. Uh, I'll get this money. Soon, Kids whatever. operate from a, yeah. Don't do that. No. Kids do, operate from p positions of fear. Right. And that, and, and if you can overcome that, you're going to be so strong. You're going to be so great for it. Yeah. You're going to be so thankful that you did that for yourself. You're going to look back and just, Thank God that you were able to overcome that and you're going to be really impressed with yourself. Another thing, and that, this kind of relates to it, think about, think, I'd say think very individualistically, you know, because you got to think about how you're growing. That, that, that's a time where you're growing. That doesn't mean be selfish, care about other people, but care about who you surround yourself with. Don't just identify with a group and, and be like them because you want to be their friends. Like notice that, you can be very special on your own, very special as a unique individual that you are. And that's actually, you're, you're going to learn that that's, I think that's the best way to live your life, to really be yourself, if you to really be you know, yeah, your own dude, person. If you think, if which you, I guess is kind of cliche, but yeah, really yeah, yeah no, I, I mean, I, there ain't much better advice than that. Like if you think you're some weird kid and people don't like you and you're not one of the popular kids, you're probably doing something right. Probably doing something right, man. Probably. Cause, Cause they're probably jealous that they can't, kind of they can't just that let that all go yeah. and they can't they care about all care about everyone's opinion they care about this and that 
and, and that that goes in. I wrote uh, for this like tip section. I wrote two books. One book, Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck, which I recommend. Just read it if you're in high school. Who read wrote this that? book. Uh, his name's Mark Manson. Yeah, I've seen great that. Art, I've seen great that author. Great yeah. author. Um, I think he wrote another book. I didn't read it. Uh, I heard it wasn't great, but this first book is probably the first book that got me really into caring about um, my improvement as a person and my intellectual life. All of that. Excellent. Yeah. Uh, just in everything, like it, in, like um, you know, being great no matter what it is, whether it's football, whether it's uh, being a trivia god. I don't know why I thought about that. <laughs> it's, it's Jeopardy. Yeah, what, Jeopardy. I, yeah. I literally thought of Jeopardy. I was like, <laughs> whether you want to be a Jeopardy all-star, superstar, whatever, or an NBA player, this book will help you, man. Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck by Mark Manson. Buy it. Read it. Um, if you're 14, 15, 16, 17, there's no too early time to read this book. Read it and embrace it. And then embrace your potential and just... I think that's the, that's it. the biggest thing. In, right. You could probably just end on that. Embrace yeah, your potential, yeah. and it's a world of opportunity. And yeah, dude. And cliche and cliche and cliche. But they're all <laughs> but they're all good ones. They're all true, bro. They're all good yeah, ones. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, they're awesome, man. All right, well, this was sick. This was sick. I'm happy we got this in. Um, expect weekly uploads from now on. Expect some guests. Um, I know that Professor McGrath is going to come on. Yep. On this podcast, so be on the lookout for that. People at Assumption know her. If you don't. She's awesome. So when you see that, definitely click on that one uh, and listen to it through. She's going to have some great things to, to tell us. Um, but, yeah, thank you for listening. Yep. We're going to have Socrates on the next one. So that'll be fun. <laughs> <Yeah>, and <then laughs> Followed I by think, Aristotle. So then LeBron, and then LeBron James. So he's going to make some time and fly. Okay. Out. Yeah. Um, that's not as cool as Aristotle, but. No. Cool, man. Play by um, Cardi. We're actually going to. We're all going to philosophize together and sit down yeah. and just think about nothing the whole mm-hmm. time. Future's going to. Yeah, no. Anyways. Yeah, anyway. Um, Good stuff. Same brain episode four. Yes, good shit. Peace.